and welcome to the Grace Point Community Church Podcast Network. My name is Joey Butch. I am the youth pastor at Grace Point Community Church, and I would like to welcome you to this week's edition of Grace Point. Uh, it is a weekly series every Wednesday. Uh, we want to bring you guys a little sermonette, just a little something, uh, just to get you through the middle of the week. I know Sunday to Sunday can be a, a long bridge to gap, so if Wednesday can be some kind of midweek oasis uh, where you can hear a little bit of of direction or sermon, hopefully that God is using that in your life in some positive way, and uh, that's that's what we're trying to be for you guys here. So thank you for joining us uh, and on Grace Points, and this week we're going to be finishing the three-week opening series uh, about our three grace points, basically, where the name of the podcast comes from and what they mean and, and how we live them out. And so, so far we've talked about, let's see, the first one is to be an authentic community and talking about what it means to be real with each other and how it's okay to not be okay, right? And then the second week was about teaching biblical truth, because if we're teaching anything else, then we're just yapping our brains away. And then this week is about the third and final grace point, which is to demonstrate that people matter, right? And so every verse or every uh, grace point has a verse that kind of anchors it, right? We didn't just make these up. We, we were directed through the Bible about these. And so uh, this week's verse is well-known. Maybe you know it, maybe you don't. Probably the most well-known verse in the whole Bible, right? It's uh, John three sixteen and 17 here. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And then 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Right? And so to talk about this grace point completely and wholly, I want to talk to you guys about how we got to this grace grace point basically so we sat down as a staff and we started going through like what do we want our church to be about right basically setting a, a mission statement right and so we were going through and we're like we want to be authentic we want to be real we want people to walk in and know that that they can be them right and that there's a them that god intends them to be that is greater than what we could come up with on our own right and so we got you know authentic community that one was a home run we're like yes we love that one and then uh, got to the teaching biblical truth, and that was a, another one, right? Where it's like, yes, everything we do has to be based biblically. We can't just be spewing out what we feel like. It has to be about what the Bible, what God says about this, right? And so teaching biblical truth, that was another one that was just right off the bat worked out. But this one, uh, this grace point started off as just people matter, right? And, and, and that's really true. Like that, that is true. People matter, right? People matter to God. We know that because he, that's why he sent Christ here, uh, to be, to be a sacrifice for us to take the punishment that we deserve because we matter to God, right? So people definitely matter. That's a hundred percent true. So why did we add to it? Why did we change it? Well, we realized that the phrase people matter is too easy. And what does that what does that mean? Well, follow me here. Uh, to say that people matter is it is just words. And even though those words are true and we believe in those words, the the difficulty comes about when we're called to kind of put our actions to those words, right? 
So not only to say that people matter and then look at people who are struggling and hurting and, and, and say, yes, we know you matter, but it's too uncomfortable for us to help you. So we're going to keep you over there. Right. It's not just saying that people matter. There's an extra step to it to live like people matter, to know and accept the truth that people matter and then put our hands and our feet to work about that. Right. So, uh, the, the idea that people matter is, is it enough for us to put your money where your mouth is, right? Uh, to back up what you say with your action. And so that's how we ended up kind of getting to this point where it's uh, demonstrating that people matter, right? Not just saying it, not just writing it, not just posting it online, uh, but demonstrating it in our action, right? People matter enough to God that he gave up the thing that he valued most, Right? He, he gave up his, his one and only son to live a human life and to die a criminal's death to cover mine and your sin. Right? That's a big deal. If that's a big enough deal to God to do that, then, then that should teach us how much people really matter. Right? And so the question from here is how do we as, as individuals and a church together demonstrate that people matter in our everyday life? Right? So Grace Points, uh, if this is your first time joining us, we, three points, <laughs> we'll almost always have three points, right? So point number one today is we love as God loves, right? And like I said earlier, this is probably the most famous verse from the entire Bible, that John three sixteen, right? And just, you know, for God so loved the world, right? That's the part that really sticks out. And let's kind of break that down and talk about that really Notice, it doesn't say that God so loved only the people who believed in him, right? Uh, Or it doesn't say that God so loved only those who uh, were around during the time of Christ or only those who lived to be sinless. It doesn't say that God only loves those people. It actually says that God loved the world, right? Which implies every human, Every human that actually uh, has, does, or will ever exist is covered by this statement of love, okay? So God loves in this, in this amazingly big way, but that doesn't mean, and this is, it's a dangerous bridge to connect that to, well, if God loves us, then why do bad things happen? If God loves us, then, you know, why is there even a hell, right? Because love has to be a choice. I talk about this all the time. If we don't choose to love him back, then it's not genuine love. It's just slavery. It's just forced, forced love in there, right? Where God made these people just to make himself feel better and forces them to love him back. It it can't work that way. A genuine relationship can't work that way. And so to say that God loves us that much is not to say that he uh, accepts our sin, right? In fact, it's, it's really the opposite. God loves us so much that he has set down these rules and, and, and these ways to live, right, that actually keep us safer, that actually keep us to live the better version of our life, the one that he's designed for us, right? But he won't force us to take that route. He loved, This is kind of a weird sentence, but he loves us enough to let us live with or without him. So if we choose that we want to live a life without him, uh, he'll let us do that. And that doesn't, not because he doesn't care for us, but because he cares for us so much that he wants this genuine relationship, right? And so um, 
no matter what we end up choosing, though, like his love is still there. Okay, and, and in the end, he loves us enough, or loves us enough to give us what we want. And that's really, do we want an eternity with him or without him? Right. That's really the question. So, and and what does that mean for us today? Right. You're like, yeah, I get that big picture. What does that mean for me right now? It means that we have to love love like God does. Right. And so that means we love each other like end of the sentence. <laughs> like that's it. Right. It doesn't matter if someone voted different than you did, if they worship another God, if they live an alternative lifestyle. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter when it comes to should we love them or not, right? We, we are all called to love each other just as God loves us. Now, once again, that doesn't mean we have to accept a sinful lifestyle. It doesn't mean we have to look at sin and say, well, it's okay because God loves you. It's not okay to live in sin but God is always there to help us to get out of it, okay? It means that we accept people, and then we work with them to help them encounter Christ, okay? If you really want to see someone's life changed, uh, love them genuinely and introduce them to Christ. He can do so much more for them than you or I could ever do, right? He's so much more able than we are. And so we're called to love as God loves. We're also called to, uh, point two, to give as God gives. And so God... Uh, his love actually leads him to give. So the verse continues on, and it says that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So love will always lead to action, okay? It, it's, it always leads to, to giving in some form or another, okay? And God gives on this epically big proportion. And, you know, he gives us life, he gives us purpose and meaning, all those things to each of us. But he also gave us a savior to bring us out of the sinful lifestyles that we had gotten so involved in, okay, and that we can get so involved in. God didn't look down at the earth uh, from heaven and see humanity struggling and just go, "Ugh, these guys again." <laughs> like that's not how he. That's not how he did it, right? Uh, instead, his love for us drove him to this action of sending Christ, to sending our savior to this earth, right, to be that final sacrifice for humanity. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that sounds like the, that's the biggest gift anybody could give. And so for some people, I could see how that's kind of intimidating. It's like, wait, God wants, how am I supposed to follow that up? I'm supposed to give as God gives? And like, who am I to, I can't command Christ. Like, how does that? And so I understand the, the, the mind issue there. But the truth is we can give the same life, the same purpose, the same meaning to other people, right? Not because we're powerful, not because you or I are powerful, but because we can be vessels through which Christ is delivered to other people, okay? Like our power doesn't come from us. It comes from Christ through us, right? And so we get this opportunity to be this connection point, this uh, courier or, or conduit, whatever you want to call it, uh, of Christ to those around us. We can give Christ just as God gave. So if it sounds like too big of a thing to do, don't worry about it. God's got the power part of it under control, uh, all we have to do is is the faithful part of of being the hands and feet on this earth. Okay, so point one, uh, we love as God loves. Point two, we give as God gives, and point three, we see as God sees. Okay, and you know John three sixteen. It's on billboards. It's quoted. It's all you know. People know it. A lot of people know it, but it's really it's almost 
it's almost incomplete without the verse that follows it, right? Um, just now, <laughs> Lily, my daughter Lily, is just now learning about like music that isn't Disney music, which is great. And because, you know, I could listen to something other than uh, Disney music, <laughs> which, you know, will be good for my psyche. But uh, she really likes the band Queen, which is funny to hear her rock out to songs that were, you know, written in the 70s and 80s, I guess, you know. But she loves We Will Rock You. I guess she heard it in a commercial. I don't know how she heard it. She loves that song. And, uh, and so she'll listen to it. But We Will Rock You is incomplete if you don't play We Are the Champions right after it, right? And so, like, I taught her that. I'm like, hey, listen, if, if you hear We Will Rock You, you got to hear We Are the Champions after, right? They just, they go together. And uh, in, in a really odd connection, which just hit me in my brain there, sorry about that. But uh, if you don't read John 3.17 afterward, you're not, you're not getting the whole picture, Okay. This is what it says. It says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. You see, God sees people differently than than we often do, okay? Our humanity makes us apply these different filters to different people, right? And so it's easy to look at the evil in the world today, to watch people tearing each other apart, which you just turn on the news, you can see it, okay? I don't have to say any more than that. Just turn on the news, you can see it. It's easy for us as the church to sit back and to condemn the world and say, oh my goodness, it's so sinful. Why would we even want to be a part of that, okay? Why would anyone want to be a part of that? Why would God want to be a part of that? And honestly, when it comes to what we really deserve, we probably deserve that. We probably deserve the absence of God, right? On our own merit, we deserve that. But God sees us differently than that. And, and that's encouraging, okay? So he sees the evil in the world. He doesn't look over it. He's not, he's not you know, with these rose glasses looking around going, oh, everything's fine. It's okay. We're going to be good. That's not what he's, how he's looking at the world, right? But instead of writing the world off, instead of looking down and saying, oh, this is, I just can't even look down there anymore. Instead of writing us off, uh, maybe the answer for like how a broken society can be fixed is found in God. God, right? He doesn't end the story at our sin. And so maybe we shouldn't end the world's story at their sin either, right? Because God has the ability to to help us conquer those sins, right? With that attitude, we become instruments of God to bring about the change that he wishes to see on this earth, right? And I got to be honest with you, I can't think of a better way to spend our life, to spend our existence, right? Than to, in the service of the, the King of Kings, right? The Lord of Lords, as his hands and his feet in a world that I'll be honest with you, I don't know has, if it's ever needed God more than it does now. Like, I don't know if this world has ever needed Christ more than it does right now. And, and church, we are here during this time on purpose. It's not an accident that you and I are around in 2021. It just isn't, okay? We're here on purpose, with a purpose, to serve him and those around us, okay? So, a little review. The grace point this week uh, is to demonstrate that people matter. And how do we do that? Well, we love as God loves, uh, we give as God gives, and we see as God sees, right? God has placed us here for such a time as this to demonstrate that people matter.
Thank you for joining us this week with our Grace Points. Uh, there's going to be a lot more consistent uh, output of this kind of content. So uh, subscribe, join in with us on here. You'll get updates uh, every time we uh, put new Uh, any new content up on the podcast network. So thank you for joining us here. If you want to know more about our church, you can jump online and check us out at gpcchurch.com. And you can find out everything you need to know there. Also check us out on Mondays where we play our sermon series, or the sermon that was preached from that Sunday before. And uh, there's some other stuff that comes out throughout the week too. And uh, we're just going to try to expand this thing as big as we can to uh, just be... To be Christ to people even throughout the week. Our, uh, you know, what we do here is not just limited to Sunday. So thank you so much for joining us. And this has been Grace Points.